0: Every once in a while in this business of following sports and commenting on sports and reporting and writing and podcasting and all this other stuff, you run into a stance that feels like it should be so obvious that you kind of reluctant to share it. That's that's this episode. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayan Kovatovic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into Football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates, where you found this. The Penguins are off again today. Well, not really. They have a thing called off-ice training, in which the players are free to go on the rink if they want to. But for the most part, they're in classrooms and looking at video and discussing stuff. And it's basically, it's utilized by Mike Sullivan as a way to have one-off day lead into kind of a segue before the next practice. The Penguins, of course, are currently in a span where they have four consecutive days off. They will not have another break like this like the rest of the way. So using this as a chance to go over some recent things, I'm sure some good, I'm sure some bad, will be a welcome development for this head coach and his staff. And here's hoping that in all that time that they're meeting and ruminating and Analyzing that it occurs to someone that Louis Domingue should be this team's goaltender for the better part of these remaining few games. Not as some sort of condemnation or punishment for Casey DeSmith, who's actually been pretty serviceable of late, but because you already know what DeSmith can do, both good and bad, and you've really got to see more of Louis. Now, Louis hasn't been. Awesome with Wilkesbury Scranton. He's been in 22 games, he's got a 10-9-2 record. 2.42 goals against, 924 save percentage. All of that's good. It's just not, you know, something that's through the roof that demands that he gets this time. That's not the point either. Neither is the fact that the one time we saw Louie playing for the Penguins this year out in San Jose, he had that 40 save masterpiece against the Sharks. A game in which not only did he totally steal those two points, but he also got that happy helmet from Evgeny Malkin afterward, with Gino saying, didn't play so great, but hey, we had Louis. Oh, I, I dare say that's, that's probably some version of what's ahead. Let's get real here. Whoever the Penguins face in the first round of playoffs, that team is going to be favored. I'm not saying that to be fatalistic. I'm not saying that because Tristan Jari is going to be out with the broken foot. I'm saying that because, A, Jari is a big part of the reason the Penguins were able to have the success that they did in the regular season. But also, B, this team really has kind of fallen off, you know? If we're being honest and we're looking past results, this team hasn't been what it could be, arguably should be, collectively, over all 200 feet of ice, for what now? Two months? Three months? So it's going to need someone to play hero. And there's no better position where someone could do that than, you know, right there between the pipes. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Look, the last thing anybody wants to hear after Jari's injury... Is anything that cuts up the goaltending because everybody wants to have hope. Everybody wants to believe that this team can uh, recreate some of that through the roof, upbeat feeling that it had in December and in January, where they were taking on all comers, shutting down high octane teams. And even when teams would get past their last line of defense, Jari was there to make the save. The power play was at like 37% for a month straight. The stars were stars again, and if you go back to the first half of the season, even the supplementary players were going bonkers with the goals. Well, it feels like we're a long way from all of that, doesn't it? Yeah, I know not everything has shut off. Sid kept scoring. Ricard Raquel's been a welcome addition. Mike Matheson's been Uh yeah. (laughs) Gino, of course, when he's been on, Jake Gensel, Brian Rust, these things are nice. They're not what we saw earlier this season. They're not going to win the Stanley Cup. They might not even win a round based on what I just listed here. They're going to need a hero. If that's a mythical out-of-nowhere Johan Hedberg-esque hero, great. If that's a one-game type hero like a Jeff Zatkov and Tristan Jari just magically and dramatically shows up a couple games later, great as well. But there's going to need to be a superhuman or at least way above that individual's usual level Type of performance to bridge whatever gap needs to be bridged between these first few games of the playoffs and the point at which Jari returns. And that's where I get to Louis. If you would like to convince yourself that DeSmith can do what I just described, then good luck finding any sustained stretch of his career never mind playoffs, that would make that case for you. Yes, he's had spans where he's done well, Uh, in particular, late last season. And yes, it sure would have been wonderful to have him available when Jari completely fell apart against the Islanders. But there's a big difference between that and... And doing what Louis did in San Jose, not to make too much of the smallest possible sample size, but he's a bigger dude. Most people are bigger dudes, certainly NHL goaltenders, than DeSmith is. And he did some extraordinary things. He made some extraordinary saves in that game. He's also had stretches in his career at other NHL stops, including Tampa Bay behind andre vasilevsky where he's carried the load for a bit my own feeling at this moment is that louis has a better chance of doing that than de smith does i could be wrong but now is the time to find that out not in games one two or onward now get that done now when we come back just one question Today's J1Q comes from Willie who asks, I missed where and who confirmed that Tristan Jari actually does have a broken foot. Is it in a cast? Is it in a boot? You know, a lot of these have come this way too, and I strongly suspect these are just fans of this team who don't want to accept that Jari's going to be out. Uh, a broken bone in a foot. If you want to feel better about it, and incidentally, it has been confirmed multiple times over, and we at DK Pittsburgh Sports got it confirmed as solidly as one could possibly want it to be confirmed. So let's get that part out of the way. Now, what does it mean? How long is he going to be out? You're not going to get that answer from the Penguins. Mike Sullivan is approaching it with the standard lower body injury, and he's out week to week, none of which means a thing. Here's what I think, and it's nothing more or less than that, and it's based on just really having covered hockey for a lifetime and hearing from medical people whenever someone has a fracture in their foot. These things do come in all shapes and sizes. They do come in different parts of the foot that might involve uh, one place that's more weight-bearing than another. They also can involve plain and simple pain tolerance. Now, that shouldn't be taken as a hint that if Jari's not out there in game one, then he's just a wussy who can't handle a little bit of ouchies. That's not at all what I'm getting at here. Because for all we know and for all they're going to share, it could be a complete break, but I don't think that it is, and here's why. I'm just looking at the way they reported it. I'm just looking at the way Jari himself handled it when it happened, meaning finishing out the game. He was very clearly uncomfortable after Anders Lee collided with him in the crease, and he had a little bit of a tough time getting back up, but he did finish the game. And it wasn't until after the game that anything was deemed to be wrong. And even then, it took close to 48 hours before any word had emerged from anybody. And in fact, if you'll recall, the day after the game, Sullivan's only response was that he was still being evaluated. Now, say what you want about the NHL and their subterfuge about injuries, but Sullivan isn't a liar either. If he was still being evaluated, he was still being evaluated. Otherwise, he would have just said he's out week to week with a lower body injury. He didn't say that. He said he was still being evaluated. That means they were still trying to determine whether or not there was a fracture or a break, and if so, where and how serious might it be. So I'm not going to make any kind of predictions here, and I didn't just now, believe it or not, but I am saying that as if this was some kind of clear and obvious break and a clear and obvious situation where he was going to be out for months or whatever, that would have been a lot easier to see and hear than what we just saw and heard. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one tomorrow.